Yo, I'm Will Blackman. This is Upsets and Underdogs presented by WinBet. Heading into week eight of the NFL season, we have some excellent games coming up that have potential to make you some cash. Two underdogs from last week are meeting up as the Titans take on the Colts. Justin Herbert will face off against Belichick's defense in the red. Hot Cowboys will face the Vikings with both teams off of a bye week. All this and more on today's episode of Upsets and Underdogs as we break down the teams we think are being overlooked. Plus, we have a fantastic guest on the show today. He is my brother, my dog, love him a lot. He's a nine-year NFL veteran and co-host of the Man to Man podcast. Darius Butt will be joining us in a couple of minutes. This show is brought to you by WinBet. Week 8 is coming in hot, so there's no better time to get in the action. Download the WinBet app right now and start winning today. WinBet offers unique markets like NFL yardage leaders, who will be the last team to be undefeated, team exact win totals, and a ton more. Plus, new users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $1, win $100 offer. If you bet just $1, you can win a free $100 bet on almost any sport, NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, college football, UFC, boxing, and more. And they're also offering a 200% wager matchup up to $1,500. For all the details on these offers, download WinBet now and set the odds in your favor. Offer something to change. Term and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. All right, before we start the show, let's bring in my dog Lamb. Lamb, what is good? How you doing? What's popping? What, what, what does Cam say? What it do? What it is? What it could? What it is? What it would be? What it should be? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I just got tickets for UFC next week and MSG, so I'm pumped. I'm excited. You That's know how right. I get. It's at the crib. Yeah, the backyard. So I'm pumped, man. And we got a nice card this weekend too, Will. We do, yeah. I don't really get hyped like when people follow me on social media. I really don't care. But, you know, I, I bragged about GSP last time. And then yesterday, I don't know what happened, but apparently Jerry Rice wants some wine. So I was pretty happy about that. The GOAT followed your boy. All right, it's time to bring in today's guest. He is my dog, my bro, um, fellow DB. He's a nine-year NFL veteran and now a fellow Blue Wire podcaster, Darius Butler. Welcome to the show. Yes, sir. What up, Will? Appreciate you for having me, man. Nah, thank you, man. You know how it is, man. Supporting each other, man. Love on one another. One another. Um, so, Darius, you are one of the co-hosts of Man to Man Podcast. For those who in the audience who don't know what it is or haven't listened to it yet, please tell us a little bit about it. Well, first and foremost, we are in the Blue Wire family now. Uh, recently, very recently. So that's going to be fun. Um, but it's a pile with me and, uh, my former teammate, Antoine Bethea. We played in the league 14 years, um, mostly for the Colts, Niners, Giants, Cardinals, uh, won a Super Bowl, a few Pro Bowls. Uh, we just talk the game. You know, we, we obviously, the storylines, you know, write themselves and we just give honest, open feedback, take a lot of questions and input from our listeners. Um, it's been fun, man. Never thought in a million years. I'd be in the media side of things, but uh, the podcasting space, I've been uh, enjoying it. And uh, we put a pick show out on Saturdays as well. Where we pick every game um, straight up and against the spread, and uh, we've been having fun with that as well. And, you know, been more right than wrong, so that's always good. And apparently he's letting you up right now in the picks. <laughs> he's hot right now. He is hot right now. I'm like, I can't lie. That's what's up. All right, so – Darius, this show is called Upsets and Underdogs, right? So I ask every guest, I need to ask you, what is the one time in your life where you most felt like an underdog and overcame it? Where I most felt like an underdog, all the way back to the beginning, man, high school football, went to a little known uh, school at the time, Crow Springs Charter School, um, down here in the Fort Lauderdale area. And um, in 2004, 
Um, I was actually the first uh, Division One signee to go on and play sports. So being the first one out of my school, I was definitely an underdog. I didn't even think I was sports. <laughs> all sports. Yeah, all sports. I probably had one, maybe a half a star on Rivals and uh, <laughs> went up to UConn, which was a, a basketball school at the time, at least from my knowledge. I know you grew up kind of in that area, but uh, right. that was a basketball school that, that we knew about. So going up to UConn was an underdog once again, but I would say the, the time I felt most underdog was in high school. Oh, that's what. And you, you figure though, like Florida, like you sure enough, more than one kid would have got a scholarship from your school, but that's dope, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I, we were, we were only, we only had a team for maybe three years by the time, uh, you know, I signed. So that was part of it too. All right. Now we create a special segment just for you it is halloween week today is my birthday so welcome to the show this is a special segment special segment okay halloween week birthday man happy birthday i appreciate you dog. (laughs) all right enough about me so i figure we ask you some spooky questions right so darius we're going to start with the first one who is the scariest offensive player in the league and who is the scariest defensive player in the league okay um First one that comes to mind is 22 in Tennessee. Derrick Henry, monster, you know, 6'5", 280. You know, no they always sense. gas up the stats. But uh, the fastest player on the field. But I'm not going to go him this week. I'm going to stick with the Hollywood theme. Orange and black, Cincinnati. Jamar Chase is a very, very scary weapon. Uh, just matched up with Marlon Humphrey, one of the best corners in the game. Gave him a 200-piece. So I'm going to go with Jamar <laughs> Chase right bills. now. Up there in uh, Cincy as the scariest player in the league right now on offense. And on defense, I'm going to go with the guy with a graveyard in his front yard. And that's uh, Miles Gary. I don't know if y'all saw Bruce Smith. Bruce Bruce Smith uh, responded to his graveyard, too, and had all the tombstones, all the quarterbacks he sacked in his uh, illustrious career. But I'm going to go with Miles Garrett, man. Uh, Right now, one of the, you know, he's a beast off the edge. And I think he just will continue to get better and better as the years go on. So uh, Miles Garrett is the scariest person in the league on defense right now. He probably is. That's why he keeps getting drug tested every single week. <laughs> uh, right now, he's at nine and a half sacks. What do you think he finishes at the end of the year? I think he cracks 20, man, with this extra game. Uh, obviously, how Chandler Jones started off this year, he would have been my pick to lead the league in sacks, starting off with five. But against, he's back uh, this Tennessee. week now. He's back He's this back. Week. Yeah, he, he's missed a couple weeks. He's finally back. But, um, you know – well, Miles Garrett, I say, I say he quite, he cracks 20 this year, um, with this 17th game. I'll put him at 21, 22, somewhere in that area. Oh, okay. So next question, which team that is doing well now is most likely to ghost the league this second half of the season? Man. I hate to do this to to a guy who <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> man, five, five and two right now, leading this division. He went thirty one for thirty four this past oh, don't Sunday. Say it. Three twenty three. Derek Carr, man, out there in silver and black, and it's not because of him. But you know, they obviously have a lot of issues. Had a lot of issues going on with Gruden. You know, they he got kicked out um, of the league. They got an interim head coach right now. I just feel like at some point in the season, you know, that's that'll come up to bite them. Uh, they're in a tough division. You know, you got Justin Herbert. You know how I feel about that guy in that division. Yes. Along with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, who can turn around and flip that switch at any point. Um, so tough division. I think if if it's any team that I got to pick that's, you know, balling uh, lights out right now that could possibly disappear in the second half, it's going to be the Las Vegas Raiders. All right. Now, the opposite. Which team do you think that is, that will end up turning to a werewolf in this second half of the season and beast out and definitely turn up this year. My coach, 
So that I like it. Right over my shoulder. You I know, like I, it. I may they got a tough game this week, so I may not you know be as high later on in the show. But I like my coach, man. Three and four right now. Started off with a brutal uh, schedule. Took the Rams to the wire. Could have got that win there. Um, just got a big win in the ugly weather game for you know a quote unquote soft dome team against those Niners. So uh, Carson Wentz been playing well. I think uh, we could get hot. You know, we, we're in a very uh, weak division, um, for lack of a better term. And I mean, AFC South so. have been the whole time. Y'all, AFC South I, has never been yeah, like yeah, yeah. keeping one hundred. I guess. I guess it's been <laughs> decent. You had to shine. You had to shine over here in Houston. You got that's Tennessee, true. That's so true. There was, it was one just time Jacksonville where... stink. Yeah. So you know, you know, we've been decent, but uh, yeah. So I got the coast, man. They could possibly get hot. And going to nice. They're getting healthy. They're getting healthy. Getting healthy. That's the biggest thing, man. That's for any team. For sure. So, um, Coast will be my team that can turn into a werewolf in second half of the season. All right, that's a perfect segue into our next segment, Top Dogs. Okay, this is a segment where we highlight the underdogs of Week Eight that we feel are most undervalued and have the best chance to win you some cash. So, Darius out the gate. We are talking about Game One. It is the Titans at the Colts. The Colts are minus one favorite, basically a pick 'em. Uh, 68% of tickets and 75% of the money are coming in on the Titans. Um, some subplots here. The Colts are averaging 24 points a game. That is, uh, I think, like 15. That's right above Green Bay. Um, they're getting healthy. Jonathan Taylor is lighting it up four games straight with a TD. Uh, it's funny. I spent some time with him this offseason. I sent a, um, I sent a selfie to uh, Chris Ballard, and I was like, what's your boy? He was like, man, he was like, I love that dude, man. He said eventually he's going to be the best back in the league. You know, he was feeling yeah. him like like that. Um, but the Titans, um, actually, before I talk about Titans, Wentz right now is protecting the Rock, right? Only one pick um, right now, and uh, Titans coming off big, 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 massive, like, statement wins. Not just, like, winning, but, like, thrashing and convincingly. So what are mm-hmm. your th- what's your thoughts about this matchup, Darius, so far, man? I, I was I was honestly surprised uh, by that line, and I think it'll move by the time kickoff comes. Uh, I think Titans probably be favored by a couple points by the time kick, kickoff comes. Uh, so if right now you can get him at I think around plus one hundred on the money line. I, I would I would take that as a better. Uh, I think it's good odds there because you talked about Jonathan Taylor, who will one day maybe push for that title to be the best back in the league. But right now, that crown is in Tennessee. <laughs> it's, a, it's on the other <laughs> side of the field. <laughs> yeah, with Derrick Henry. And I think uh, t- JT may be uh, behind him in rushing yards, maybe number two. But he's like 290 yards behind him. So what, what Henry's been able to do, man, consistently year in and year out, it, it's been crazy. And it just gives, you know, so much flexibility to that offense, to those other weapons they have out there. And to, uh, most importantly, Ryan Tannehill. All right, Lamb, what are some uh, other insights about this game? Darius mentioned it before how the Colts had a hard schedule coming out the gates and they had the hardest schedule of any team in the NFL. I think this is a potential swing game in the division. Will, I would probably bet I would bet the Colts to win the division right now if I think they could win this game as opposed to betting them in this game. So this is more like a, a combining two things into one, right? Like if I think the Colts are going to win this game, I'd rather bet them at plus 300 to win the division. Because I think this has long-term ramifications. And these two teams, they play each other tough. Five and five, both straight up and against the spread in their last 10 meetings with each other. Will, we've talked about how in-division trends mean a lot more than your Packers, Chargers, for example, who might play once every four years. No, and this is a a different coach team, you know, within a short amount of time. Um, Like I said, guys are getting healthy. And I think... 
uh, watching the Niners game in that weather, this was a huge like statement game for Pittman to just show up strong in yeah. beast mode. I think that momentum carries on, and teams are gonna have to take you know more notice than that, which is gonna open things up for Jonathan Taylor and then Mo Ali Cox. So I think just overall. It, it just looks better. And Carson's making better decisions. Now, he did make me nervous on that scramble because that's how he got <laughs> hurt versus the Rams. Uh, the same type of deal. And, the, you know, the, the defense is doing what they need to do. So, it's funny. The preseason, I, I actually picked the Colts to win this division. So, this I got a lot on this game right here, man. Uh, <laughs> I picked the Colts, too, to win it. And then, obviously, the Titans, man. And it started way back when they beat uh, – I don't know how the hell they lost to the Jets. And one that start there. But right. when they went back in, uh, and, and beat Seattle, and when, when we all, you know, felt very highly about Seattle, they went out and had that win. They ratted off a, another Buffalo win win, and nobody expected that. Then they went and just mollywhopped the Chiefs. And that's what a banged up secondary, you know, their, their pass rush have been getting after it. And then offense is, uh, you know, Tannehill's efficient. Henry's been balling. Uh, but I think the Colts, man, they may miss, you know, T.Y. If he, if he, if he's not, doesn't make it back out there this Sunday, obviously Paris Campbell's out again. He was another right. explosive weapon for Carson and Carson did scare me on <laughs> Sunday night football because it was like, Probably four or five plays that should have been picked off in that game. He oh, I know, right? right? Between numbers and guys just kept dropping them. So I know the stats will say, you know, he's taking care of the ball and doing some things, which the stats, you know, they're not lying there. But if you're watching the games and watching the films, there are some opportunities that some teams and defenses are leaving out there. So hopefully, uh, hopefully the Titans do the same thing. Yeah. So in, t- in terms of the game with the Titans versus the Chiefs, I, I think I know people are going to say like the Chiefs aren't good, right? They're not doing well right now. But it's I always say this on every episode with Lamb. I'm like, it's you can blow a team out, but it's like it's like how it's like how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Like when when the Titans beat the Bills, it was like it was how they did it. You know, same thing. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs, right? They're not doing, well, but they're still they still have the same body. It's still a championship caliber team despite their their their, their troubles. But it was how. Tennessee absolutely punished them. So this is an interesting game. This is a game where I Tennessee could maybe lighten up because of who it is, and they're on the road too. So Darius, who you like for this game? Oh, it's a tough one. Um, I want the line. I want the line to move before I pick somebody. <laughs> so, man, it, it, like you said, it's a pick them right now, and uh, both teams are playing well. Uh, both quarterbacks, but damn. I hate to do this with a Colts helmet right behind me, but um, <laughs> I think the Titans, man, the Titans. I, it's gonna win you money. You like Titans. Titans will win you some money. Yeah, I think I go with the Titans. I got to. I keep my heart off my ticket, so I'm going to Titans. That's what I, I learned. That man Lamb said, "Man, you got to you got to get out your feelings, bro. You trying to win some dough? Get out your feelings." Um, I, with this line, I like the Titans, but if it moves, I like the Colts. Can I do that? Can I do that? Is that is that fair? Like, no, you can't do that, man. You gotta make a <laughs> yeah, pick, man. Come yeah. on. You got all that. You got you got seven. Man. You like a billboard right now, man. All this win bet stuff. You gotta make about, a damn man. bet. Colts. I like the Colts in this one. Okay. okay. Did you all pick right. them over the Niners? I did. Yeah, that was okay, our dog. That was my underdog pick. Yep. yep. All right. Who you got, Lamb? Nice. Uh, I'm with the Colts also, and and I want to add something to what Darius said before. How to how the hell did the Jets beat the Titans? I think. We we had talked about it, Will, how many guys they had out, right? No A.J. Right. Brown, no Julio. I think it was 14 guys were ruled out that game. So that's going to be one of those games we're going to look back at the end of the year and be like, how the hell did this team beat that team? That's that's probably going to be the number one pick on everyone's list. 
Yeah, and, and if the Colts sure. get through this, then they have the Jets, they have Jags, they have, you know, um, I, I like, I just, I hope they get it done. All right, game number two, another former team of Darius and also a team that Darius loves. we got the Pats coming to L.A. versus the Chargers. Chargers minus six favorite. Uh, 51% of the tickets are on the Patriots, but 61% of the money are on the Chargers. Um, I, uh, I just want to... I'm going to give the floor to Darius because I want to continue to hear his obsession with Justin Herbert. He has, he has, <laughs> he, My actually, guy. you know what? Two, I got two guys here yeah. that are obsessed with Justin Herbert. Nice. Smart yeah. man. Okay? They Loving absolutely it. obsessed. He said, starting a franchise, Justin Herbert. Anytime, anytime I look up and the Chargers are playing and you go to Darius' timeline, it is all about hey. Justin Herbert. <laughs> okay. Hey, Talk to us. You better believe it, man. Hey, he, he, he's special, man. I, and I saw it last year. Uh, but he, he's special. He's getting better. Uh, he had probably... His worst, not probably his worst game uh, of the season last week against uh, Wink, and that they they handled business. The Ravens handled business. I think it was kind of a trap game going into that bye week, flying across the country. Don't want to make excuses, but made a couple right there. The run defense does think, uh, but but Herbert coming off a of bye week, and I, I mean, what makes me feel even better about Justin Herbert is his head coach Brandon Staley. Right, man. he's just a guy that. Just gets it as a former player. You know, sometimes you'll watch, especially so many new coaches. You can tell this. Okay, this guy deserves that job, deserves that role, and I will right. walk to that locker room and play for that guy right now. So, um, he kind of brings in the analytics, the the football guys, all the different worlds into into one in one one place. So, um, I'm bullish on Justin Herbert and that uh that offense and that team. Yeah. Um. So. This is kind of this is kind of revenge for uh Justin Herbert, right? Last year was a forty-five donut. You know, he's mm-hmm. the Bill. Okay. Bill devised the plan and went in there and got it done. Uh, Mac Jones is coming off his career high three hundred seventy yards, two TDs. Um, I, I love I love what what Mac is doing right now. I think in college he was like seventy seven percent. Right now he's at seventy percent, despite throwing six picks. You know, some of those were just like you know he's still learning uh the ways of the league. Um, so yeah, this is, this is going to be an interesting game coming off a of bye. The Chargers are, but for, for some reason, Bill just finds a way of like keeping it close and like figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? I, I just You're taking the Patriots against the hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's what it sounds like. Before I do that, we're going to bring in Lamb to give us some betting insight so I can think about this a little longer. <laughs> Well, well, we got we got something that if you are leaning that way, you might be intrigued by. Patriots just own the Chargers six and zero straight up and against the spread the last six times that they played each other. Most recently last year, the worst game of Herbert's career. You can definitely make the case. Chargers though, pretty hot, eight and two against the spread in their last right. ten games. And I think this one coming off a bye, like Darius said, and they got that head coach that everyone loves, and he seems to get those guys to play hard for him. I want to see what they're going to look like off a bye, right? They have a lot of issues defensively. The Pats had five running backs score touchdowns against the Jets, and we saw how bad the Chargers are on the ground. So it's going to be a big adjustment to see what they're going to look like off this bye week. Um, So with that being said, who you got, Darius? I mean, like, like, hey. Actually, I do want to mention, I do want to add, too, the Chargers did pick up Dustin Hopkins, so they're trying to, you know, fix their kicker issues. Maybe in in better weather, Dustin will show up for them um, versus kicking at. Plus, kicking at, playing Washington is tough regardless. So, anyhow. Man, yeah, I mean, that's going to be the game plan for the Patriots. Run the ball, uh, show a bunch of completions, try to keep Herbert off, off the field as much as possible. But if you look at the Patriots' body of work this year, 
they've stunk against everybody else except the Jets and who else did they beat? Uh, another trash team they went out and beat the Texans, who they barely beat. So the Texans and the Jets are their three wins. I'm taking the, the Charges to win this game in the cover. I know you know the six and zero and all that other crap. But you they know, did play. They did play due. the Bucks and the Cowboys tough. Yeah, they play the Bucks, the tough and, and ugly weather. Cowboys, uh, even got Molly Watt by the Saints. They got hand. I'm, I'm going with. I'm going to Chargers, and I think they win easy. Let's say a ten point mm. game this this week at home at SoFi. I might try to go to that game. I'm gonna go. I gotta I'm make go that with, stadium. Y'all been to that stadium yet? I ain't been to that stadium yet. I'm trying it to go this amazing. weekend. You said you've been there. When you came out here, you went I have to not. Oh, you haven't? Nah, okay, I have yeah. not. That's, I'm going to try to take My kids want to go. Um, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm picking the Pats here, baby. Let's do it. You like them to win? I like them. I like New England to win outright. Wow. Mm. Yep. That's my We'll get into it later. All right, Nick. Hey, I'm with Darius. I think they win comfortably. I'm actually looking at this one. What are the. You know, I like Darius. I like to throw some wild parlays in, and uh, okay. I like the alternative spread minus ten and a half, plus one ninety for the Chargers. I think they win by two touchdowns. That hey, I, I think I would jump on that. With I may go minus nine and a half. What's that? Guys. I may just because that ten, but that's a good. I'm with that. I think ten point win this week. But you, you know, you never know a Bill Belichick. You never, you never know a Bill Belichick. <laughs> I like Herbert, man. Just too much. Just too much fight. Mac he Jones does. Fight. He looks like the best. Rookie quarterback right now, but right. going into there as a defensive player, he still doesn't scare me. Like mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, he's like, okay, this guy, he's he's a dude. And then those weapons, you know, those weapons outside. Too much. Mike yeah, Williams, Keenan, Eckler. Eckler is playing so swag. underrated right now. Bro, if he had a little more swag to him. If he had, that's that's the thing. A- that is... <laughs> Oh, but you know what? That might that might be what's working for him. He looked like a fullback, but he's out there playing like a scat back. <laughs> That's, That's exactly. <laughs> hey, I had a guy played against him this year. Who he was like, man, if this dude like just has some gloves, just some swag to him, like he would be like everybody would say he's the top five back. He would you know, like easily. if he you know if, if he you play fantasy, like, he's the top five back. But right, like he's uh, he's a dude. He runs hard. He finishes runs. He's strong as hell. He's great. He's great at the backfield. Game. Yeah, he's yeah, awesome. Like, Nothing he can't do. Like, if he looked like DeAndre Swift <laughs> in Detroit. If he looked like Swift in Detroit. Yeah. Swift, Swift is swaggy. And or like Kamara. Yeah, Kamara, right. Stuff, you know, some type of swag. Yeah, that boy looked like he's he sneaking up on folks, Eckler. He's, that's what it is. He lines up and he's, they're like, oh, he ain't going nowhere. Pop, pop. Got him. Yep. All right, let's go. <laughs> that was so funny you said that. Let's go to, <laughs> let's go to game number three. We got the Cowboys. Uh, minus two and a half favorite uh, at Minnesota, 84% of the tickets and 90% of the money coming in on the Cowboys as expected. Wow. Both teams coming off a bye. Um, the Cowboys are chasing top seed in the NFC. And I think right now the only the only team that really can handle the Cowboys is themselves. I think they're their own worst enemy. If anything happens uh, so far, Cowboys have covered every game, Lamb. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, six and zero, oh, and you know, the Cowboys public team. These sports books are not happy about that because everybody <laughs> takes the Cowboys. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so man, I just this is kind of a um, this game is interesting because I almost feel like the offenses somewhat mirror each other in a sense. Mm-hmm. It's like the Cowboys have the better talent, but they kind of have similar styles in the sense of you got two capable running backs, right? You got two mm-hmm. outstanding receivers. Obviously, um, 
I feel like the Cowboys line is better. Uh, but offensively, is like this could either be a beatdown, you know, Cowboys winning, or this could be a shootout. It could be one or the other. Uh, what are your thoughts on this matchup? Both teams coming off a bye. Dak, you know, getting time to get healthy as well, too. Yeah, that that's the big question mark here for me. You know, just watching that that injury with the calf, he's going to be out there. If he's going to be full strength, I think if he if he plays, he'll be the deck that we see every week. Um, but I'm leaning more towards the shootout in this one. Um, but Kirk Cousins has been playing. I mean, that record won't say it, but he's been playing. He's been having a good year, and like you said, the weapons out there. Um, Trevon Diggs on the other side of that with the defense, he's playing like a defensive player of the year. Um, Cook should be getting a little more healthy as well. So I, I think this one to be a shootout. What's the, uh, you guys got the over under on this one? Uh, yeah, man, what you got? Over under for this one is 55. Ooh. That might be right where it need to be. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> a, damn, I was hoping like 52. I was going to say easy. Over, and it's but, only uh, going up. It opened up at 53 and a half. It's at 55 now. So it's, you got to bet I'm that still, now. You know, I'm still, I'm still taking it over. I, I think, I think this ends up being a shootout. You know, the thing about Kirk is like we can say MVP, but I feel like Kirk is playing how Kirk plays. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like he's, he's right at that. 69% that he usually does. Okay, let me pull up the stats. Yeah, 69 right now. Last year, 67. 69 the year before that. 70 the year before that. Every year he's throwing for 4,200 yards. He's having 30, you know, 25, 30 touchdowns, and mm-hmm. he's usually under 10 or, you know, 10 picks, and he's right on pace. Good quarterback. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a really good quarterback for that. Um, maybe him too. Maybe because he's so silly, his his swag <laughs> that, that people aren't feeling that. He but, does get it. To, I feel like he's like people look at him as an average quarterback. But right. if, if if you if you follow football, I mean, I would put him in. He's in that top ten range. He's in that top ten quarterback. I agree. For sure. I do he, not he can, with that. he can he can he can beat you any given Sunday. That quarterback, uh, Kirk Cousins, go out there and beat you, especially with Justin Jefferson and uh, thinking out there catching passes and then thirty three in the backfield. So. um Shootout, but I'm still leaning. Uh, what's the spread in this? What's the line in this one? Six, uh, two and a half. Okay, yeah, I, I, I'll take the Cowboys, and they, I yeah. think they cover. And then too, you know, uh, Pat P's on IR, which is big. Um, I think what what Brashad Breeland, it's, it's like it's like feast or famine with him. You know, yeah. I I think he'll either give up some bombs or he'll make some plays. So we don't know which one we're gonna get gonna get with him. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I like the Cowboys in this one. As well, that's big with Pat P being out, and not only with Breland, but you know who's that guy that's going to come up and start getting more reps on those three wide receiver sets. Right, Lamb, who you got? Well, real quick, Darius. Last eight games at home, the Vikings have played seven of them has gone over the point total. So it's kind of backing what you're saying. I say we jump on that. I'm on. Uh, I like the Vikings here. Historically, they're a pretty good team under Mike Zimmer against the spread when they're a home dog. They cover close Vikings to seventy percent. I'm sorry. Vikings to do what? Uh, I got. I think the Vikings win this game outright and definitely on the cover. But this is my underdog of the week. Yeah, they're definitely gonna cover because Zim Zim is the is the cover king, bro. <laughs> yeah, seventy percent at home as an underdog. That's what's up. It's not. That's not bad. All right, you can find the rest of the lines for this week on the WinBet app. This show was brought to you by WinBet. We've wrapped up week seven of the NFL season. So what are you waiting for? Download the WinBet app and start winning today. Plus, 
New users can take advantage of the WinBets Bet $1 Win $100 offer. If you bet just $1, you can win a free $100 bet on almost any sport. NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, college football, UFC, boxing, and more. Especially this month because they're all like this is where they all combine right now. Um, and they're also offering a 200% wager matchup up to $1,500. So, Lamb, do you see anything you like this week on the WinBet app? Yeah, once again, going to the octagon. Hamzat Chamaev was the talk of the town last year. He's back. He's a minus 530 favorite in his fight against the leech, Jing Liang. But, Will, we don't want to play minus 530 on a favorite. What kind of stuff is that, man? So what we're going to do is we're looking at Chamaev via knockout plus 150 because I think they're going to stand and bang, and I like Chamaev in this spot here. Hmm, That's a good one, too. I'm also looking at the Peter Young fight, too, versus Corey Sanhagen. So that's interesting. Um, all right. So, Lamb, thanks for all the details. Uh, the offers we mentioned earlier. Download WinBet now and set the odds in your favor. Also, subject to change. Terms and conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Before you wrap it up, um, it's time to make our picks for underdog of the week. So, Darius, this is the dog we think has the best shot to upset their opponent you go first sir we'll let you do this oh man no you got it i gotta gotta (laughs) you want to see you want to see who we get first (laughs) yeah i gotta see man all right lamb who you got i'm gonna go with the vikings i think the vikings win outright on sunday night football over dallas all right i'm gonna say and i said this before but my i'm gonna go with detroit i think this is the week Detroit oh my gets it. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> this wow. is the week Detroit gets it. They're playing Philly at home. This, I'm telling you, this is it. I'm picking Detroit. This is the, from the most likely to upset their team. Detroit, you heard it first. You know what? I'm going to go early with an early game. Thursday night, Aaron Rodgers against all odds. Top two, two of his top targets down. I thought I think about he that. Goes out there. And he upsets the undefeated Arizona Cardinals uh, for his seventh win. So I think I will have two seven and one teams after Thursday night football. Look at this. So no top two receivers, no defensive coordinator. Green Bay goes in there and gets it done. Goes in there and gets it done. All right. All right. Finally, <laughs> finally, we are going to. Oh, that means Mercury is going to pop the champagne, man. Golly, I'm, I'm tired of seeing them dudes pop the champagne. Oh, you heard it. No, I love it. Those, those <laughs> my guys. It's not much to celebrate down here right now. So I know he got that thing on ice. You, you know, already they got a, I got a couple right here. I need to send to Mercury. Maybe he'll get one of those. All right. Finally, we're going to make our favorite pick of the week. So this is the team. Out of any team playing that we think is the biggest lock to cover. Okay. So I am going to pick the Vikings. I think they're just based on history. I think they're the biggest lock to cover. Zim Zim is the cover king. <laughs> Zim Zim. <And> this kid, <laughs> Zim Zim. <laughs> Who got the keys to my boom? <laughs> All right. Lamb, because Darius wants to go last. Who you got? I'm on the Chargers, I think, comfortably. If I gave them out as an alternative spread, I can't right. not pick them as my favorite. So I'm going Chargers minus six. 
That's fair. I'm with Darius. you. I'm with you right there. Chargers minus six and a half. And, Justin and Herbert five. fan club. Man, pick your own. Yeah, Justin, team, hey, right. I mean, I, I told you that. I was in. We talked about this earlier. I like them to win by at least ten. I would go with the Bengals. I think they're still a what ten and a half over the mm-hmm. Jets. I don't think that's enough. So I give you two. <laughs> yeah. You say more? <laughs> yeah, I give you two. They went by fourteen. All right. At least in that one. All right. So. Let's uh, quickly recap our picks against the spread. Lamb, what are yours? I got the Colts, Chargers, and the Vikings. Okay. I got the Colts, Pats, and Cowboys. And Darius, you have the Titans, Chargers, Cowboys. Yep. That's what's up. All right. So that's it for today's show. Next episode, we will be recapping how week week eight went down and seeing how our picks turned out. Darius, Again, I appreciate you, man. I'm so I'm so glad. Like, you know, part two of our careers, we're figuring it out, man, and we're working yeah. together, support one another. You know, I got you no matter what it is that you're doing, man. I really, really thank you same, for doing that bro, show. Um, please let our viewers know where they can find you on social media. Yeah, so uh, at Darius J Butler on Twitter, Instagram, and um, got the Man to Man Pod as well at the Man to Man Pod on those same social sites. No, we go live every Monday and Thursdays, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Me and Antoine Bethea. That's what's up. All right, you can find me at Will Blackman on all socials. Lamb, where can they find you? Nick Day is 10 on Twitter and on Instagram. And as always, do not forget to subscribe, throw us a rating review, and tell your friends. We'll catch you next time. Peace out.